Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scruisecom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. We're back for another thrilling episode of 902-1-O-M-G. <laughs> it is us. I love the way you say it. 9021 OMG. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> Get excited. Jenny, you know what everybody loved? What? You're going to have to redo it. What? Oh my gosh, what? What did they love? And I can't. People, <laughs> people like that. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Wait, you didn't hear it went viral? Like everyone's like redoing that. That's like like people have that as their like thing on TikTok. Do I'm Ann. Uh nope, that was the sexy version. Do it one more time. Oh, okay. Wait. I'm Ann. Yeah, there you, okay. go. there you go. That's it. That's it. I had to really dig deep for that one. It's so good. That's good. You guys, guess what? Ann's not in this week's episode. Woo! No, but we we do owe everybody something before we we start this week's episode we promised a dramatic recreation of last week's episode so we transcribed the whole scene you are crazy jenny and we're here for it would you play the part of Anne? oh can i she has to i don't even know why i'm making this voice now uh, i'm gonna be the director (laughs) you don't want to be dylan you want me to be dylan i want you to be dylan yeah no god okay wait Wait, where is it? I can't find it. Wait, should I not be like, you know, do that voice? Should I just be a uh, little bit more you, realistic? No, you better give it all the man you have in you. Okay. All right. I'm putting it in our group text, but I think they're putting it on the screen. I got so. it. I got it. I'm ready. I see it. Um, this is a cold read, by the way. I have not seen cold this. Read, yeah. Cold yeah read. Okay. Okay. okay I'll do the, uh, what is it when you read the, the descriptions? Uh, what? Yeah. Or stage, stage stage direction. direction. You do that. So I'm Dylan. Oh, this is the, okay. I've, I've lived my whole life for this. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Dylan and Anne opening scene. Anne on a horse galloping through the meadow with her hair blowing in the wind. Dylan having car troubles. Hears a neighing nearby and turns to look at Anne gallops up. Oh, and Anne gallops up to Dylan and his broken down car. Nice car. Nice horse. Borrowed or stolen? Doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not going anywhere either way. Is there a phone around here somewhere? Oh, that's your life. (laughs) (laughs) This voice could be Dylan's. I don't know. Let me get back. Okay, okay. Center. Is there a phone around here somewhere? There's one back at the ranch. I'm Anne. (laughs) I'm Dylan. Anne turns horse around towards the ranch. Climb on up. And scene. (laughs) Nailed it. (sighs) Wow. It's hard being Anne. I don't want to be greedy, but like, I'm literally living the dream right now. Tori, could, do you think I could do the other one with you? I mean, there's nothing. I'm nervous. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'll do this. We're doing two today. Okay. okay. (laughs) This is dramatic scene reading number two. For everyone listening that's thinking, this is the greatest thing that they would ever experience. It actually is. Like, I don't want to lie. But, but, if like, I, but only maybe if I wasn't Anne. No, there's three of us in this one. So oh, you have goodness. to be in this one. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so so who do you, you want to be, Tori? Nobody. <laughs> do you want to be Nikki? Do you want to be Diesel? Or do you want to be Brandon? Those are the roles. Okay, I want to be, I'm going to be Nikki. Okay, okay good Jenny, call. who do you want to be? Um, I want to be Brandon. Okay, I'll be Diesel. This is great. Perfect. That's that's the one you wanted anyway. You know it. Okay, I'll read it. Brandon slams car doors. Wait, I need to start over. (laughs) Brandon slams car door as he approaches Diesel's house looking for Nikki. Brandon knocks on the door. Yeah. Let me talk to Nikki. Get lost, Jack. (laughs) Nikki yells from inside. Brandon! Brandon! 
Brandon forces his way through the door and walks straight to Nikki. You okay? Listen, this is between me and her. Please take me home. You're not going anywhere. Yes, I am. Nikki! Wait. That's you, Jenny. Oh, Brandon interrupts. Sorry. Okay, give me the Nikki again. You, you say Nikki again. Go, go. Oh, oh, oh. Nikki! Hey, you heard her. She's Fine. leaving. Oh, sorry. I stepped on your line. Take two. Take two. Okay. Nikki! Hey, you heard her. She's leaving. Fine. Take her. You two make a real cute couple. You better be careful. She's jailbait, you know. You ever slap any guys around the... Wait. <laughs> I'm what the different... heck? You... Wait, what the heck is that? I think it's it's like, you ever slap any guys around Weasel or is beating up young girls more your style? Oh, you're so know. good. Oh wow. my God, you're so good. Yeah, I don't get this part. <laughs> I'm I'm failing as Brandon. Okay, Like, right. you ever slap any guys around Weasel? Like that. Okay, ready? I'm just, just like Amy, line reading. Okay. You ever slap... Ra- <laughs> oh boy. So Take good. 80. You ever slap any guys around Weasel or is beating up girls your, more your style? <laughs> you want to take me on? Well, I got nothing to prove, but if you want to take a shot, why don't you go ahead, Dennis? Diesel shoves Brandon back, then winds up for a big swing at Brandon. Brandon ducks and comes back at Diesel and punches him straight in the face. Brandon! Diesel stumbles back, holding his face. Let's just get out of here. Brandon and Nikki leave, leaving Diesel on the ground, holding his face. End scene. Wow. That was something. <sighs> really bad. Sorry, guys. I haven't I haven't acted in a minute. It's been, you know, so. You guys were incredible. I think you were really good, actually. I think that you have a future. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nobody yeah. really enjoyed that episode, meaning they enjoyed our podcast, but they didn't really care for that whole episode. They thought it was super. We told you. Yeah. You guys were right. 100% right. Okay. <laughs> And now on to, should we read the email to Amy from a listener or you want to do oh, that later? No, 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 read it. So, so I read all the Instagrams and the emails and the whole thing. This person had such a great perspective on why people like Brenda that I wanted you guys to read it. It's really, it, it put kind of light bulb on for me. I mean, I'm still team Kelly, it's, but it did. It's definitely long. Bit. Why don't you read it? It's real long. Tori, you read it. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Bringing my glass. Oh, me or Amy? I think Amy Tori. should read it. Oh, oh good. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read this. Um, I won't say the name of the person just in case they don't want it known. But I thought this was so thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. So it says, I'm Team Brenda. So you don't suspect I'm just being nice to you because I'm Team Kelly. You once asked, you once asked if listeners would write and say why they like Brenda. I don't have Instagram. Um, So I didn't do it, but I think a lot of girls and me identified with Brenda. She was the new girl. She felt like an outsider that uh, she wrote corresponded so well with my own feelings at school so that they could relate to her. Mm -hmm. Kelly was beautiful and fun and I enjoyed her, but I could never identify with the beautiful, confident, popular girl. The normality of Brenda's situation made her so relatable. She displayed characteristics that I think were really important for me to see as a teenage girl. She was independent. She was not a pushover. She spoke her mind. There was a wish fulfillment for the viewer of seeing her getting together with Dylan, 
For once, the ordinary girl got to get with the dream guy who is handsome and mature and serves and read Byron's and read Byron's collected works. Of course, beautiful and popular Kelly would end up with Dylan. But for a while, we ordinary girls had the dream come true. When I had my bad breakup last year, the first thing I did was to find my 90210 DVD set and put on the episode Parental Guidance Recommended, where Dylan breaks up with Brenda for good. Because to this day, even as a 30-year-old woman or the lost teenage girl inside me, I can identify with Brenda. Like, that really that, like, breaks me. my heart. Yeah. It breaks my heart, too. But but was I, Brenda really normal? Like, was... See, that's the thing. I don't see her... That's why we didn't see that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so gorgeous and yeah. dresses so cool. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't feel like the normal girl to me. But I guess originally, like, coming mm-hmm. from... Yeah, it's the TV Fish version. Fish out of water, right. And then yeah. the Walshes aren't as for lack of a better word, rich. Beverly Hills, as, yeah. Yeah. It so I sense. just thought that was so beautifully written and, and it really made me realize like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm so glad somebody took the time to to write that email because- Oh, they write the most, they write the most amazing, like I could cry. They write the most amazing things, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I get emotional because- the show means so much to people and then the way they explain it it's like they're smart thank you for believing in us everyone (laughs) we better start talking about this episode or i'm gonna be like waterworks let's let's do it (laughs) let's jump in before amy has a breakdown uh let's talk about season three episode 15 the kindness of strangers aired november 25th 1992. And now for the world's longest synopsis. Oh, man. I'm going to try. Synopsis. A rainy Thanksgiving brings uneasy get-togetherness when Brandon brings over Jack Hanner, the homeless man he tried to help out the previous summer after Nikki leaves town to visit her parents in San Francisco. Meanwhile, Steve, now expelled from school, joins his mother for a TV shoot in Santa Barbara when he finally breaks his bad news to her. But Samantha Sanders actually sticks up for Steve and gets him conditionally readmitted to West Beverly. Also, Dylan brings his father home for Thanksgiving and must cope with his presence and his new girlfriend, Christine. Directed by Richard Lang, written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. Oh, we loved Richard Lang. Yes, Like a teddy bear. He he was. That's right. This was the Thanksgiving episode, I guess. So much to talk about, too. First of all, (sighs) it doesn't rain in L.A. (laughs) Was that fake rain? Was that fake rain? A hundred percent. And it rain, was raining sideways in some of the shots. And it, like, what? The best was when Donna and David come to the Walsh's door <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Come, you are <laughs> jumping. I know, but you guys, it was dumping rain. The roof is leaking. But then when they show up at the door, there's not a drop in sight. And there's sort of like a sparkle of sun. Yeah, they're, they're perfectly dry. And they're wearing their ski clothes from the slopes. To Thanksgiving, like Donna's dressed in a full ski outfit. You know, you weren't mad at that whole white. No, uh, it looked with, with damn it, good yeah. on you. But I was like, why is she wearing her ski situation? Like change. Yeah. Did you go on an airplane to get to the ski slopes or did you drive there? They were going to Big Bear, dude. It's like. It was Big Bear, not Mammoth. We okay, usually so go to you Mammoth. Drove. You drove. Big Bear. We he drove. shouted it out. It makes and sense then a little bit more. I was like, did she go on an airplane? 
in that getup. Oh my goodness. Are you yeah. a good skier in real life, Tori? I am not. Jenny? I am. Jenny, you are, yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Can I you ski at all? Can you ski at all, Tori? I've been on skis. <laughs> I gotta see this. I've never seen you ski. I've had to be like medically like taken down the hill. <laughs> no. Oh my god! So I went. Okay, so I went one time to what is it? Mountain High, you guys. It's like an hour outside of LA. The only high high school like trip I went on, and you're supposed to pair up with somebody. And I paired up with my friend in high school, and she was like an expert skier. And I was like, <laughs> okay, just know that I've been on skis like once in my life when I was 12 with my parents. So we're on the slope. Uh, no, we're on the ski lift. Going up, chairlift, going up, 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 up. It's going so far up. It was like the black run, you guys, the expert one. I don't even think Mountain High has a black diamond, Jenny. Okay, so it was it was the highest one. I literally scoot it down as far as I could, and then they sent medical help in the thing, and they put me on it and took me down. On the, on the like, I, snowmobile? Yes, and I waited... Um, <laughs> No, I wasn't a snow, snowmobile. I was in the back of something connected to a snowmobile. Wait, like were you thing on you 902? Were you on 90210 at this point? Like, were you famous going down in that thing? <laughs> oh man, so embarrassing. I think I might have. I don't remember. Ugh. I sat in the bus the rest of the day waiting to go home. I was so mortified and never skied again. Oh, oh god! You shouldn't ski with Jenny. I think Jenny's like expert. She is. No, I don't. I, I'm a skier, but as you get older, you don't really want to go down those scary ones anymore. And I don't know. I just don't have it in me. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, okay. it, it doesn't right. rain in LA. Everybody knows that. So this was a big, this was must have been a big budget for this episode because it's, it's expensive to make it rain. I was going to say it like it that. It's constantly. Yeah. If it rains in LA, it rains for like five minutes and then it stops. So the whole point of making it rain is just so we can have that. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. That scene where he goes up and he fixes the roof for them. That was it, right? The uh, scene where I he goes on drama. the roof. He goes on the roof uh, to fix the and everybody else stay. Why were Kelly and David and Donna standing outside in the rain with no <laughs> umbrella, just watching? <sighs> Our hair. I know. I was worried. <laughs> Hey everyone, so as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E 
M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 
2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Can I tell you guys though, mm-hmm. that was not far-fetched what happened to the Walsh's uh kitchen ceiling? Because that happened. I had a leak and that happened. Like Your, the that whole thing shit came happened. down. Whoa. It was very dangerous. I was I was concerned someone was going to get electrocuted. Yes. Oh, I didn't even I, think of that. Were, Jenny, you're so right. They kept the power on. Yeah. If you had water pouring out of your kitchen light, you're supposed to like turn your power off immediately. Can we just go back to the, the very beginning scene when Brandon, yeah. um, <sighs> Brandon's walking, I think it was in the school hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's walking down the um, hallway and Oh, this is crazy that I, I don't know if I should say this or not, but my eyes were that drawn. That means 100% yes. My eyes were drawn yes. to a certain area of his body. His crotch? Yeah. His penis. Yeah. Huge. I'm going to have to go back and look. I, those no, pants. He wearing his jeans up high, or and his pants up high with a belt. So it always made that like crease there. It was like so a big like, bulgy situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I was distracted. Immediately go watch. Is this one? Because Andrea's on crutches now. She's out of the wheelchair. So she's obviously improving. Yep. That must have sucked. Obviously that was real. I know y'all told me it was real, and y'all are right because it clearly was real. I didn't remember. Her. Jen remembered. I didn't. For once, I remembered something. You got it. <laughs> and then they let okay. they let Jack out of prison for the holiday. Is that does that happen? Happen? I thought no, but that would but never. Maybe happen. if it's like a low sort of risk. Right, he is like a wasn't a violent crime. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, like a white collar crime. Like, yeah, I think he's white collar. So, like he he just has a thing on his ankle. No, he didn't even have that. Right, he just had. They they just told Dylan he had to babysit him. I don't know. That was weird. So weird. So I'm looking it up. Do white collar criminals get out for holidays? see what the internet says on that while you look that up okay so did you see um it doesn't answer did you see the um when they go in the back door of the pj he gets out of his mustang it's pouring rain he goes into the back door of the peach pit Mm -hmm. and then later on he comes out of the back door of the peach pit and it's still pouring rain Mm -hmm. i just thought that was cool because that was the door of Peach Pit After Dark later oh, yes. in the series. Yes. That was the same door. Yes. Yeah. yes. And like for anybody that doesn't know, like when you film something like that, it's cool. Like they film that right away, like him going into the scene and then him coming out of the scene without the scene happening. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> no, that's People a great tidbit. <laughs> right. Because you don't shoot like linear, right? Like you don't go in order. In order. Yeah. So no. they were like, okay, go in the door. Now close it. Okay, great. Go back out the door. <laughs> and we got two scenes. Yep, great. We're good. And cut. Moving on. So I had one note back on Jack at prison. That's okay. not Lompoc because they said he goes to Lompoc, right? Lompoc, 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 mm-hmm. which is kind of in up the 101, like sort of near Atascadero, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. 
That was San Quentin because the shot they showed yeah. was like a prison on beautiful water. Wait, I'm where's certain- San Quentin? in Marin County and it's like on the water. Like San Quentin's, first of all, he wouldn't be at San Quentin cause that's like, there's death row there. Hardcore. But yeah, well, it's weird. It's like hardcore and then also like drug offenders. But anyway, there's no water at Lompoc. It's like totally isolated in the middle of California. That was the most beautiful prison and I'm 90. See, I would never have known that. San Quentin. I was like, oh, flag on the play. That is That's not- good to know. They probably just wanted it to look pretty. And it did, yeah. <laughs> and it did. But yeah, so that was my little, I didn't Google that. This is just coming out of my brain, but I noticed it. And he, he, he wants, he comes in, he wants to bond with Dylan. He's drinking in front of his AA member son. Brutal. And then he doesn't spend any time bonding with Dylan because he wants to get with his, his girly. Is it okay he drinks when he's like on leave from prison? I'm sure not. Like, I mean, do they, I don't think they. I can't believe this. <laughs> it's really far-fetched. But that's the first time we meet Christine, who comes on. She's on the show for like seven, mm-hmm. eight episodes. I was a little creeped out, though, that Jack, like your dad, imagine your dad telling you, like, I'm going to call a lady so I can get some. Like, that made me gag. And then saying at the end where he says, you guys can have my bed. Oh. <laughs> I was like. That's just gr- that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And the way and the way he checks, like Dylan walks away and he checks Christine out. Like he cut, he does like a double take around the corner. He was not checking her out. He was like, "My dad's cool. Yeah, look, look, he's going for it." No, oh, no. I thought he was creeped out, like me. <laughs> we all have different takes on that. <laughs> it's really hard to understand. That's why I I like Christine though. What do you guys think of her? Yeah, I like her. She's so pretty, like so pretty, classy lady. Mm-hmm. And she's tough. Yeah. She like, I like that she stepped in. She was, she had stepmother vibes going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you make that she knows Nat and goes to the peach pit? So what does that mean? Like is something coming? So does like, she used to date Nat? Wait, what, what's the Nat significance? I don't know. No. I, t- I can't, I can't actually remember. I do know she's there for a while. And I actually, right. yeah, so that I know. Like there has to be a reason she's friends with Nat, right? Or it's maybe, maybe we'll find out like in the next, cause she's in how many episodes? Like eight, like seven or eight. I think eight. We she can ask her. For I think a while. We're going to do a, a one-on-one interview with her. So we're going to ask her, how, why yeah. do you know Nat? Yes. How do you know Because Nat? we don't remember our episode. So please <laughs> tell us what happens. Cause we don't know. But she was cool. I actually thought, I don't know why my memory thought this, but that she was going to be like, I'm a lawyer. Like, I thought, I think she might be successful. She looks it. Yeah, she's not just like some, like, I don't know, um, fly by night lady. What they call her? Calls up. <laughs> what? What they call Bimbo. They call her Bimbo. Like, multiple times. I had problems with that. Because she's not. Right, but also, why would he call her Bimbo doesn't even know her. Well, I think he, I think I get that Dylan was upset by Jack being like, where's the phone? As he's like drinking his cocktail, like he's going to call his lady. Like he should be spending time with his time kid. With him. And gross. Well, I did think that Jack McKay looked, he's hot. Like he's a good yeah, looking older is. man. <laughs> oh, I didn't really think so then. 
But now, I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> He's hot. What did you guys think at the end when Dylan says goodnight, Dad? Ooh. It didn't seem to roll off his tongue. You know, like it just <laughs> it felt so, I don't know. I guess it was I weird for him too because he never doesn't call his dad dad. He calls him Jack. Do you guys yeah. ever, did you ever call your parents by their first name? Oh my gosh, never. All no. the time. You did, Amy? All the time. What? Wait, do it. How do you, <laughs> what's your mom, who, which one? Oh my well, so both because, so <laughs> my mom's Cheryl and now her grandma name is Grandma Cheryl. So we're always like, Grandma Cheryl, like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I you never, never called your dad Aaron? No. no. Oh my God. I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. Like I didn't even call like my friend's parents by their first name when I was young. I didn't even know my like, dad had a name. <laughs> his name was dad. <laughs> Wait, right? what is your parents' names, Jenny? Apparently his name's John. It's <laughs> a good solid Apparently. name. <laughs> yeah. yeah when they do that's when so they interesting. When they become grandparents, though, then they become like Mimi and Pappy. And then I, yeah, I forget yeah. that they had mom and dad. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah right. True. But Tori, for you, like, that's so. So everyone on the set, do they call your dad Mr. Spelling? Did people call him Aaron? What did they Aaron. do? Aaron. Like the actors, so you're Aaron. around people yeah. making reference to him all the time. Yeah. And then you're like, dad. But I just wanted to like fit in. So I would have been creeped out. They were like, your dad or like they right. felt comfortable enough that like I was just another actor. So that was good. That was good. I like that. And did you take special care? Like if your dad was on the set for some reason, not to, hey, dad, hug, hug. Like, did you kind of not do that or did you not worry? No, about it? no, 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 no. We because we all felt like his kids when he would come on set, like we'd all be running up and hugging him. And it was like Santa Claus came around. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't come on set that much. You know, mm -hmm. he was like over right. the hill. He was always a phone call away, you know. But when he did, it was special. Yeah. Everyone got excited. Oh, wow. What What about when um, Jack and Dylan, like Christine's makes them rethink things. Then I guess they make up, but they make up real quick. And then they come out playing Her. Monopoly. <laughs> rousing game of Monopoly. <laughs> like, uh, wow, that was a fast makeup of all the years of like drama that those two have had. And did they specifically mention Charles Place because of Chuck Rosen? <laughs> Probably. Oh, that's, our, that's our executive producer. Probably. Yes. I love a good I was board sort of game. Happy for them to make up. I don't really love the angstiness between them. No, it's they're so much stressful. better, like jovial together, and like, yeah. Oh, see, I thought they were kind of hot when they were like hot headed at each other. Like, walk away, Jack. That's what you do best. And I was like, well, Dylan, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what you oh, do yeah. best. Oh, yeah. When he was so. like, walk away, Jack. Jack. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. And he's like, oh, this crap. Sorry, I got very excited here. Oh, look, we're acting it out again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because they were both so like hot and like passionate. I was kind of into it. It's a good storyline. Getting Jack involved is, it, yeah. I like it. it. It gives a layer to him, to Dylan. Yeah, it was very parent heavy this episode. Very family Thanksgiving. Yeah, all about we family. have we have to get into the whole Walsh Thanksgiving Ooh, of it all. Let's take Jim a break and Walsh. come back with that because there's a lot there. You just want to talk about Jim's suspenders. 
Yeah. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends! It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Okay, so we were watching this episode. My daughter was watching it with me, Fiona. She's almost 16. And um, I was like, do you think it's weird that I, I have the hots for Jim? And she she was like, ew. Listen, we all think it's a little weird. Not going to lie. But we support <laughs> Let me go you. back. Did you guys know immediately that that was Jack Canner? digging in the dumpster like did you make that connection no. immediately nope did you well i did because i read the the description of the episode <laughs> <laughs> i had a feeling and then my feeling was proven right so i don't know if my feeling was because i remembered or because oh that would that makes sense why would they make him jack when there's already a jack, jack. Yeah, and, and the same and the same episode. Like Jack McKay's not in that many episodes. He's in this one. I just think it's weird. Um, and Dave, what's his name? Dave Sheridan? No, he's great. What a great. He was so Jason's best friend in real life. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. They were close buds. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wait. Mm-hmm. So that's Jack Hanner, the homeless vet. Dave Cheryl is best friends. Dave Cheryl. David Cheryl. And he and and Jason were best friends. Yeah. Maybe that's why he got the well. Part. I'm sure Jason was like, hey, you guys should consider my friend. He's really great. He was great. He was. Total difference when he got rid of that beard and the whole thing. I was like, whoa. I know. Yeah, and that's a long, long walk from the beach club to the peach pit. So in the rain. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. He must have been really I wet. was surprised by Jim being so What was he? Was he Was he jealous or was he suspicious? Well, you, you kind of be, you begin to understand. I think it had to do with Jim feeling less than because, because Jim's father fought, mm-hmm. you know, in a war or was in the armed forces mm-hmm. and that Jim wasn't because Jim was protesting the Vietnam war. I mean, it's a very deep storyline and you kind of yeah. get the like of what's going on in Jim's head. So he had that outburst because I think he felt like you're, you're important either way. Did you notice that every time they would talk about the, the storyline of Jack, they would play that like music, like <laughs> serious, like military, uh, like yeah. trumpet. Yes. Like, <laughs> like very distracting. Very it also was important. I think it was an important storyline at the time. It was very timely. And they make the reference to President Bush not being in office anymore. And like this did happen that soldiers came home and were kind of left mm-hmm. to their own mm-hmm. devices and had no support mm-hmm. and were kind of screwed. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was intense the way it turned out for him, but he, it makes sense now that now that you're saying that was David, I remember they were friends, and David didn't have a beard. That was fake beard, y'all. Oh, no way. Yeah. You know how you can always tell if it's Jimmy. a fake beard? 
Jenny, whatever, whatever you're taking for your memory is freaking work. <laughs> no, I only say that. I don't remember. <laughs> I just say that because I could tell that was a fake, <laughs> fake beard. You can tell because you'll either, sometimes you'll see shiny under the hairs on the side, like uh, the glue that they stick it on. Because oh. usually with the beard, they stick it on hair by hair. So, and then also sometimes like some longer hairs get missed or forgotten about. So there's like a scraggly stray beard hair, which doesn't really happen. Hmm. Like it was like two inches longer than the rest of them. I don't know. Take a look. So, okay. Did you think, all right. So I know we needed the like way to get everybody to the Walsh's. So I thought Andrea was ahead of her time because she didn't want to go to her vegetarian Thanksgiving, which What's probably wrong with is a like a giant dozen dinner. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like a good tofurkey. Did you think, <laughs> I guess we're just to accept that Brendan Kelly have fully made up um, for, yeah. for now. I mean, made up enough to be like, hey, do you know where Dylan's going to be for Thanksgiving? Oh, that I was weird. That was a big eek, I thought. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But Kelly does mm-hmm. say, I don't know and I don't care. Mm-hmm. But what um, about when 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 Brandon walks in with Jim Cantor, the wet. Oh, his name's Jim and I've been calling him Jack. Nope, Jack, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Jack Cantor. I got my Jim and my Jack and my Jack all confused. There's so many J's happening. <laughs> but did you see Jim's face? <laughs> And Cindy's, the expression on Cindy's face when they cut away to her. I wrote it down. Cindy's mouth was like, it was so over the top. She's like this. I was like, dial it back. Yeah, well, brought him right in. Did they wash his clothes? Well, so he took a shower, he shaved, he changed. He looks great. Did they wash his um, uniform? Well, I bet Cindy would have. Yeah, because when he put it back on later, it was real clean and dry. Yeah, I feel like she would have. Yeah, I like. So this whole thing just felt like another episode. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Like the was it Christmas Eve dinner? Was it remember? Yeah, I I wrote down where everyone showed up at the Walsh house. Mm -hmm. I think that happens a lot. I wrote down that it was the world's most boring Thanksgiving ever. Like they're all just sitting in that living room. The three, the girls on one chair, the guys watching football, and and nobody was talking. This whole whole episode was very heavy. Uh, my note was that it, I felt like it was awkward and clunky. Like I just felt like this uh, this episode it was it was awkward and it made me feel awkward. Choppy. It was just yeah, choppy. I loved it. Loved it. Amy, you loved it. Ah. Oh. Well, okay. Let's get to some of my other things because okay. I, I'll go back to Thanksgiving because I was unimpressed by Cindy's vegetable platter, but that's not important. <laughs> did 90210, you guys, did 90210 invent reality television? Because was it a thing? And all of a sudden, Steve and his mom are on a reality show, basically like a fake reality show because it was sort of planned, but like there wasn't reality TV in the 90s. Right? What? Yeah, there was. Real what? world? Real world? Real world. The, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. When was the Osbournes on? No, later. No, later. later. We didn't have Bachelor. There was no Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire. No. Like, I think only the real world. Who Wants to Marry real. a Millionaire? Isn't that a game show? 
Who wants to? That's oh no no. Who wants, wants to be, to be one? It's much easier to just marry one, you guys. You guys don't remember who wants to marry one. It was like one of the. It was like one of the first reality shows on Fox, and Darva Conger. She like she like they married a dude like on the set on the stage. It was weird. Yeah, I, I didn't understand what what was happening with why did they go to Santa Barbara? Why were they in that weird house? Why were they shooting the show on Thanksgiving? All of the above is a great question. And was that the Dynasty House? Like, what was that mansion? I don't know. I, I don't, swear, I really? was I was looking at it. I was like, is that the Walsh house? But they just moved the stairway because it had the oh same my gosh. space and did it you, had the same Did you guys not see the exteriors? I thought it was the Dynasty House. I was like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, but exteriors are always different. They just go to like stock footage and buy, buy an exterior. Well, the Dynasty House is a real house in Woodside, California, Tori. I'll have you know. <laughs> what do you, uh, so not the inside, the outside. That's right. And I think people- Really? Where's Woodside? It, near Palo Alto. Very fancy. Oh, okay, okay. But, but I, Steve Sanders' mom, Samantha Sanders, uh, she's beautiful. Like a, oh, like a porcelain gorgeous. doll I want to put on my shelf. I love her face. I enjoyed those scenes and love that she calls him Steven. I do too. <laughs> just everything, the way she talks and it's just so, I don't know, she's so famous. <laughs> Yeah, she's so famous. She's perfect. And she saved the day because she got him back in school. What do you think really happened? Did she like pay, like donate to the school? That's like, what I was thinking. A little something. Something, something, happened. something happening on the side something there. Something that convinced Mrs. Teasley. And are we to assume that Steve uh, hooked up with the PA? Yes. Like a lot. Well, that's, you know, open for your interpretation. <laughs> but he came back like I met a girl, but I was like. And he looked pretty excited about it. Yeah. So. I, got I feel the, like we missed a chunk, like a scene was cut. I got the vibe he did it. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Nobody I don't needs either, to see but that. Amy does. Are you jealous, Aim? Aim, I just A little. Aim. I'm not going to lie. I'm always, I always feel like all the feels. Like, I'm always like, oh. I like him and then I don't know like do I like Steve do I sort of just think <sighs> Ian's so sweet and charming and then Ian I have did to look like, really super sweet and like beautiful like his skin was perfect and no sh like so shaved so nicely like he just looked real pretty in this episode but his jacket this episode <laughs> the one so the bad. one jacket I couldn't figure out what it was it was long and then it kind of tied in at the back Oh, he when had he it was cinched like first in. got and he was rehearsing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you have one he of does. those. Remember those clips that you used to put on the back of the baby doll dress? Like had like a clip on one oh, end yeah. and then a scrunchie and then a clip on the other end. And you would like bring oh, in Oh my your God. Baby Has doll? anyone brought those back for the 90s? Like I'd no. like to have one. Yeah, me too. All I can think about right now is like when Ian took his shirt off and I'm like. <laughs> Wait, Ian took his shirt off? Penny. You oh, were here. Me, Tori me. missed it. Oh, in real life. I'm sorry. I thought you been in the episode. <laughs> like Jeez. Weeks ago. I'm like. So Wait on yeah. on the episode. He took his shirt off. Yes, on what the, the podcast heck? with Amy. She she almost passed out. I'm actually having a flashback, and I don't know if I'm having a hot flash or just a flash. I don't know, but you're Some all glowy kind of right now. Yeah. You're turning red. You're, you're flashing. Oh my god. You're flashing. She's turning so red. I'm like. Because all of a sudden, while you guys were talking about that, it just, it was like in my mind. Oh, God. Okay. Focus, focus, focus. So, yeah, I think 90210 invented reality TV. 
Maybe. But it wasn't a series they were filming, right? It was it, like, he, didn't they call it a one-off? It was like a, a special. one-off a, special. Escape of the Stars? Didn't she refer to it as yeah, escape, escape? Escape of the Stars. <laughs> what are they escaping Well, and from? it was. Oh, and that's why they're in a different house. Oh, they're, they're escaping, escaping life? They're, yeah, they're yeah I guess you're life. escaping with the stars. To escaping, to like vacationing. Oh, that's a good show. We yeah, <laughs> write that down. We should produ- we should produce that. <laughs> Make a note. But yeah, but it was like a reality show, but yet it was like fake. Because remember, they all like put them in the spot, and then they're like, "Let's move on to the next setup." So it wasn't quite reality TV. But then Steve had the brilliant idea, like, "Oh, my right. mom is so much nicer on camera, so I'm going to drop this bomb on her on the show." So literally. Maybe 90210 didn't invent reality TV, but Ian Ziering, Steve, Steve Sanders. Was, yeah. What about <laughs> when they when they first get there and the like worker guys are putting doing something on the floor, like taping the floor, and she's so rude to them, and, and then the lady, the guy goes, "Whatever, the talent's here." <laughs> I've I felt uncomfortable already. Because, <laughs> like, is that how they think of us? Sometimes, yeah, because I'm the I'm the you're the one saying the talents here. Not you guys, but sometimes <laughs> we're like the talents crazy. <laughs> the because talent's you know what, crazy. Ninety percent of the time, it's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. The you guys, the behind the scenes, and I'm and not you guys. I swear to God, I would tell you. Some <laughs> <laughs> reason I don't believe you. Scenes, so we play this game. I'm giving everyone a little peel back the curtain. So we play this game. So we have events, which you guys have been to a million times. Where like we, what? Like what? Jingle Ball, Wango Tango, iHeartRadio Music Festival, all these things. So my job is like we're in charge of the talent, like the celebrities. And literally that means like we just basically like hold your hands, get you water, walk oh, around, tell you where to go. Here's the bathroom. You're like, like the, it's the, not, the, you put the out zoo. a million fires yeah. in one night. You're the yeah. zoo not animal like, like wrangler. Totally. And it's not a fancy job. Like we like it. It's fun. But like you're really just in charge of doing whatever the talent needs. So at the end of the night, after <laughs> after you guys are like gone, we you all guys. huddle up in this room. <laughs> Play this game. Oh we, my god! No, it's, it's not that. We play this game called high low, mm-hmm. and so then you go around this. All the like PAs go around the circle, and we're like, "What was the best part? And what was the worst part?" Meaning the best talent, the worst talent, or like what was your favorite moment? Like sometimes it's like, "Oh, I was with Tori, and we bumped into Harry Styles, and this happened." You know, like sometimes it's that. I wish I was there for that. Sometimes <laughs> the the lows. Oh my God! Give an example Tell without us. giving names. <laughs> Spill it right now, Amy. Okay, okay, I've got one. I've got Do one. It. Okay. Oh God! I hope everyone listening. Everybody has to. Okay, so literally, there we were in Vegas, and the celebrity has to get on stage. Like you guys do it. Like Tori, you know, Tori and Jenny will be introducing an artist, right? Oh, so I'm getting sweaty pits get just thinking about doing that. Me okay, too. Go ahead. I'm like my head, my <laughs> muscles are clenching up, but I won't. Okay, so literally, this person is supposed to be on stage in like maybe eight minutes. They are not even in the building. They are still at the hotel across the street. What? And this poor PA is like, 
not so the PA just sits in the hallway like waiting because the person's getting dressed or whatever yeah and they're just like knocking on the door like we have to go and like they've probably got a walkie-talkie so the walkie-talkie's like blowing up like we need the person now <sighs> and the text is blowing up like get him out of the door get him <laughs> it's a him okay it's a boy okay no it, no. it, it might have been I'm just I'm just saying I'm being very vague this poor PA, who's probably like Ooh, just my wow. friend doing it for me as a family, <laughs> knocking on the door, begging for the person to come. The person like has probably changed their clothes 12 times. <laughs> Did they come out? I'm they never came remember. out? Stop it. I think we have had a couple where very rarely, but a couple where the times the person just, it didn't happen. So they got this free trip to Vegas and they're just like partying in their room and they're like, nah, we're just not going to show up and do our job and present. I've definitely Whoa. had a few. I've definitely had a few moments on phone, like get out of the limo now, right now. Get out of the limo <laughs> now. I want to be, I want to feel, I want to know what that feels like for Amy telling me to get out of the limo. You now. feel like you're going to have diarrhea. <laughs> Well, thank you. That's very descriptive. I can't even imagine you like, like being like mean or like oh. get out. Oh, now. When, like, it's, when it's go time, Amy's Amy's got it going oh, on. Oh God, my whole body. I'm gonna have to take an Advil. Okay. Anyway, back on track. Back on track. Back on track. <laughs> no, this is way Ooh. more fun. This episode. Sorry, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I could talk about this shit all day. And literally, not you guys. I would tell you, not you guys. Not I've never had anything with anyone from 90210 other than literally the greatest experiences because Jason's done it and Luke has done it. The easiest, most amazing. Ian's done it a bunch of times. Like literally, I would tell you guys, not a story. I mean, Luke. Oh. So do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the best story. Okay. So Luke came to Vegas. Um can't remember who he was introducing, but the cast of Riverdale was with him. Like not the whole cast, but a lot of mm -hmm. guys. And he, we, Ryan Seacrest and I were walking down the hall and we bumped into Luke and then some band, like um, some rock band. I can't remember. They freaked out over Luke. It was like, oh my God. And then we said to the boys on Riverdale, I'll never forget this, whoever it was, the PA and me, and we're like, what do you want to do? And they literally said, whatever Luke wants to do is what we'll do. Like, we mm. are going to go wherever he's going to go. We're going to do whatever he wants to do. And I was just like, oh, my God. He, it, he was, there are no words to explain how beyond. Like, he was so amazing. The kindest person. And just these boys looked up to him so much. It was, like, really pretty special. Behind the scenes stories are the, always the best ones. Yeah. Speaking of behind the scenes, did you notice? Okay, did you notice when? Um, it's at the end, I think, when, when they're when Steve's coming out of the classroom into the hallway. There's uh, did you know this, Amy? Where there's extras, the background actors mm -hmm. are standing waiting for their cue to walk. They're like, no. just standing there. You have to watch it now because I had to rewind it just for my pure enjoyment. They're just standing there. And then she even steps back and then she goes, <laughs> I love stuff like that. When like Brandon's waiting out yes. and the whole Brandon thing coming back and forth was too like, I don't know, I didn't like it. 
Yep. I, 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 uh, I yeah, it was weird. I missed that. So now I'm going to have to rewatch for Jason's, you know what? And <laughs> this. I wish I had seen that. Then I would have liked this episode. Jeez, something, <laughs> something. You, drive with, it home okay, for so me. Did you hate this episode more or the last one? Ooh. It's going to upset you, but I actually like this episode less because oh. the last one, I know, I know you weren't into the Anne thing, but you know, I'm a big fan of hers from her horror okay, films. Okay. So I was into that and it was so beautifully shot mm-hmm. that at least it was nice to look at. Yeah. This one was just like you said, it was clunky. And it, it was, was dark. Like it was all interiors and. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't get to see any of like the kids' storylines together. Yeah, there was, it was all so many really like extra um, characters coming in, like uh, I didn't like guest it. stars. I felt like it that's was a, very disjointed. That's fair criticism. Yeah, but I and also like, it was super sappy. Like the whole toast. I mean the prayer. I guess what it was. Say oh, can you right. say and grace? And I felt bad. I feel like, oh, there's a lesson to be learned. Like, oh my God, I seem very superficial, like how Donna was in that episode. But <laughs> right, I, right. I'm sorry. I just want to see my main cast members. You I want to see You mean how when Donna walked up to the homeless guy, she goes, So you're homeless? Huh. So you're homeless, huh? So you're homeless, says, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Kelly says you can't imagine not having a gold card. <laughs> You're right. There was a very important message that both you and I are poo-pooing. And it was more like an after-school special slash Hallmark Very movie. true. Very true. It was like a Christmas Hallmark movie, but it was Thanksgiving. You know what? Yep. Like everything tied back, every happy, like, I don't know. It's, just, it's been two in a row for me, you guys. Oh, I, I, I hope next I hope week's the next a little feistier. I really do. Should we some drama? I didn't hate it. Do we take a break and come back and talk about the rest? Okay, let's do that. Yeah, fashion and our lines, because I have the best line. (laughs) Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends! It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, so what are we thinking about the fashion in this episode? Jack McKay in sweats with a black t-shirt. Hello. Mm, White sweats. White sweats. They were cute. I also wanted uh, that big blue sweatshirt that Luke was wearing, that Dylan was wearing. Mm. I wrote that. Mm -hmm. I wrote that too. I just wanted that. 
In, Donna did, ski outfit forever. Hey, well, gym, I have a question gyms, about that. Yeah. Yeah. The, sorry to interrupt you, but I really need to know how yeah. did they get you to agree to wear that headband for that long? Interesting. Interesting. I think I was still at the point where I was scared to say anything about things. It wasn't a, it was a sweatband. It was like a, it was like when you wear it to the gym to catch your sweat, one of those like terry cloth bands. It wasn't a headband like for your but hair. At least I still got to have my hair. Cause if they had me put my hair back, you know, I would have yeah. lost my shit. Like I hate like it. Like an ear warmer. I always had hair. Was I like, was just dying to know. It's like a skiing ear warmer. All I was looking at was like the fact like, wow, I should have appreciated it. I could wear spandex stretch or whatever ski white, pants. White. White ones. <laughs> Look at her. my little you're a little tushy. I couldn't stop staring at it. I couldn't stop staring at it. Cute little peach. I miss tushy. that butt. Um, I like. Oh, so Jim Jack... had his suspenders. Like from what oh, I could yeah. tell, I liked how the burgundy theme. He had like it was kind of a plaid thing, and then the bow tie and the suspenders. Right, that was his dinner outfit. But what about his outfit for before, which was a pastel plaid shirt? It had nothing to do with the holidays. I was very upset about it. Okay, true, true. <laughs> And then, I like Jack McKay's trench. I thought he was maybe wearing a Burberry trench when he left prison. Well, he's rich, so makes that was sense. Chic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait, wasn't there a scene when uh, Donna and Brenda are both wearing raincoats, or maybe it was mm -hmm. Kelly at the school in the opening? Yeah, <laughs> that was legit. Well, it, it's raining. You have to have a rain slicker. with a plaid shirt. Oof. I had a oh God, Brandon's Wait, plaid shirt at the end scene Who's? was the big. Like the big uh, Brandon had a plaid shirt on, mm -hmm. like usual. And another scene, he had like a five tone plaid shirt on. Mm -hmm. It was like red plaid, blue plaid. And then the end scene, it had big. Um, what's the word? Uh, Decal. What is it? Yeah, what is it called when they're like embroidered on? Embroidered what? on things. Things. <laughs> big ones all over it. It was really gross. Sorry. <laughs> so, do you have? Is it the plaid of it all? Do you just hate plaid? No, I thought you hated plaid. I, I thought I, I thought love you, a good plaid, but you don't like it when there's too much plaid in an episode. Well, correct? yeah, I mean, you can only really have one person wearing plaid in a scene. Like that should be a rule, right? No, I like plaid, but it wasn't like this time era. Like, like plaid, like next season or the season after when we start to like change styles, that was in. But like, I don't know. okay, we're gonna say lines. What? Then I have to go back to one other thing. What okay. was your favorite line? Amy, you said you have a good one? Oh, yes. Okay. So when Steve is in the peach pit before he's told his mom and Brandon says, are you drowning your sorrows in lactose? <laughs> in lactose. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Who's, who <laughs> says so that? That was an ad lib. That had to have been an ad lib. Do you think? Oh, that's amazing if it was. And when he says like, I'm a growing boy, I feel like I can't say it right. But I felt like something he would say like, uh-huh. Yeah, like good. on set. Like, did you have a Did you have a line? I liked my homeless line. Yeah, but you guys sorry, I ruined it for you. No, do it again just for fun. Um, so you're homeless, huh? <laughs> so good. I had a favorite line, but it wasn't from the show. It was from Fiona, who was watching the show with me. Do tell. She was watching the episode, and she the she was watching the Thanksgiving thing, and she goes. Why are you so pale? It hurts my eyes. <laughs> I was 
like, it hurts oh. your eyes. Like it's, it's that bad. She goes, yeah. Oh no. I love her even more for so <laughs> Okay. Can we, can we go back for a second? I know we have to wrap up, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you know, course. at the very, very end in the school, when Dylan comes back and it's like, oh, oh my God, oh, Dylan's coming back oh. and there's Brenda and there's Kelly and they're walking. Yep. They're together. They're having, they're back to being friends. And he busts right up in the middle of them. Amazing. Mocks them like with his hands. He mocks their, they're talking to each other, which is so f***ing rude. Sorry. I said that word. Uh, and then he just, oh, and then he grabs them and aggressively kisses both of them and then keeps on walking. <laughs> kisses both of them. So I got nervous when I saw him kiss you on the mouth. I was like, is he going to turn and kiss her on the mouth? Wait, what's happening here? But he didn't. He kissed her on the side of the head. I don't know. Uh, I just was like, is, th- is this a comedy now? Is this funny to you? Are we a joke to you, Dylan? And I was like, is it Okay. To just toy with girls' emotions? Is that the message that you're... Like, hey, I'm back. Yeah, like, deal with it. Like, I I don't know. It's just, I was like, oh. What if you had both turned around and just socked him? (laughs) (laughs) But if it's... That would have made me happier. Punched him in the... Oh, I mean... (laughs) Can't say that. Nope. Punched him in the (laughs) pee-pee. Oh, maybe on that note, we wrap this episode... (laughs) I feel like we should, you know. <laughs> we got homework, though. We got homework. Okay, hey, what's next week? Do you think what it's going to be better? Let's, let's say a little prayer. You guys, third time's the charm. It's going to be better. It has to. Oh, I don't know. No, Dylan, Dylan's back with the girls now. There's going to be drama, mm, I predict. I don't okay, know. So because I'm just glad he's back. The title is a little, I don't think it's going to be what good. Is it, it says, it's a totally happening life. <laughs> That's next week's episode. Episode 16 of season three. Oh, man. Right? Don't you feel scared now? It's not going to be good. Okay. Well, this Uh, doesn't matter. We're going to watch it anyway, and we're going to break it down, and we're going to watch it. This is going to be great. Thanks for the best day ever. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise, relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. 
You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.